Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Good morning. It is Thursday, November 10th. It is six minutes after 11 and happy birthday to the U.S. Marine Corps established today in 1775. You're listening to Kennel and Casey on 93 WIBC and President Biden claimed vindication the day after the midterm election saying that Democrats had a strong night. He also planned to change nothing about his approach despite facing the likelihood of a divided government in the nation's capital. I've I have a question. Yeah. Okay. So, and if somebody can answer this for me, I would love to know. So, in 2018, I was told it was a great night for the Democrats when they won the House, yet lost seats in the Senate. Mm-hmm. The Republicans actually grew their majority in the Senate. I was told at the time, look at how America has rejected Donald Trump. And I was like, well, okay. But, I mean, it kind of seemed like a push mm-hmm. to me. No, no, no. America has rejected Donald Trump. So, last to this past Tuesday, mm-hmm. Republicans appear to have won, won the, the House, House and probably at worst are going to push in the Senate. So how is it that Joe Biden could have had a great <laughs> night when the Republicans did better than the Democrats did in 2018 and we were told in 2018 it was a resounding rejection of Donald Trump? Can anyone answer that question for me? Yes, I can. Oh, great. Thank you. Yes, Casey. Call on me. Yes, please. That's called spin. Oh! Okay. (laughs) All right. He was joined by his wife, Dr. Biden, at the press conference. He said, will will he run or not? Ultimately, that's a family decision on whether he's going to run for a second term. His team has been making preparations for another campaign. He did say, it's my intention that I run again. Uh, He doesn't feel like he's in a hurry one way or the other. He's always very late on his announcements. Sure. Is that intentional? Well, like, been, why? Why does what's, what's he's well, he's, he's been that way? In fairness, for much of his existence. I mean, mm-hmm. even go back to obviously 2020, he waited, and even go back to 2016, he kept everybody in suspense whether right. he was going to run or not. Here's what people need to realize, and then we'll play this audio of Biden saying that he will work with the Republicans, mm-hmm. sort of. Uh, we are probably now gerrymandered, and through the movement of people past ever having another wave of any sort. So like here in Indiana, let's just say it was a colossal time for the Republicans nationally. The seven Republican congressional districts are drawn so safely Republican that it's almost, it is all—it is essentially wave proof. And as the Democrats proved in Lake County the other night, the, the district that Mervan won, no matter how anti Democrat the wave is, or as a society is, the Democrat is still going to win. And obviously, Andre Carson is unbeatable. And more and more states, because state legislatures have again redrawn maps, at least as it relates to the House of Representatives, are essentially wave proofing these districts. So the balance of power, at least for the foreseeable future, will always be relatively close one way or another. Same thing going on in the U.S. Senate because people are moving and, and people have made a good point. Part of the reason Florida went the way it went was so many 
people have left blue states mm-hmm. and moved there, mm-hmm. that the movement of people, mm-hmm. and similar here in Indiana, where while obviously we don't have near the representation they do in Florida, but people have moved from Illinois to Indiana. They're Republican in some sense, many of them moderately Republican, but they're going to vote for Todd Young. They're going to blindly vote for Diego. I mean, so I think going forward, it's going to be a long time before we see waves or landslides in terms of the control of government. I think it will be fairly balanced. So you're saying there has to be something completely reprehensible, like uh, record inflation or maybe (laughs) record immigration or crime waves Uh or record spending. No, I think I just proved my point with that, right? I mean, how could it have been? any worse and yet it is a fairly balanced system of governance because of the movement of people and Mm -hmm. the and these legislatures rigging these rigging these districts so i i think this is look the republicans did they leave some seats on the table potentially should they have won pennsylvania probably but by and large if they pick up nevada and now we are at 50 and georgia's a runoff and arizona's still up in the air Mm-hmm. Those states mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. middle states. Like, I mean, they ping pong back and forth. They, they the, the Democrats didn't win any predominantly Republican state. The Republicans are not winning any predominantly Democrat state. It just is what it is. And let's talk about the reality here, which is that a huge bunch of, no offense, Kevin, stupid young people bought into the bullcrap on abortion. I mean, it, the n- numbers show that the young people overwhelmingly and the numbers were higher than thought showed up to vote and the exit polling is showing those people did vote on abortion they're morons but this is why we talk about the indoctrination of the public education system and this is why the number one thing the indiana general assembly should do next year the republicans should do next year is force these school board races to be partisan now they won't do it because the republicans are petrified of the teachers union they're petrified of red shirts coming down and screaming at them and so they're not going to do it but it should be if they actually wanted to stop it the number one thing they could do. These school board races are so important. And we saw other than in Fishers, the maniacs keep getting elected because there's a coalition of the maniacs who live in these communities coupled with, well, Susie bakes brownies and is the team soccer mom. So Mm -hmm. I'll vote for her. Uh, So until you have, you get these things under control, young uninformed people are going to continue to believe, oh my gosh, if if I don't vote Democrat, then that that they could take away my right to suck the brains out of a defenseless fetus. Well, do you intend to suck the brains out of a defenseless fetus? Well, no. Then why would you vote on that? Well, because I want the right to be able to do because it. Because I want that right. You know, you made a good point about people moving. And there's another thing to that equation is that the aging boomer demographic. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people said, you know, for example, in New York, uh, Hochul. Lee Zeldin may have done better had not a huge portion of people move down to Florida. Not only are they, you know, liberty loving people, but there's no state income tax down in Florida and older population wants to have a sunny beach to enjoy their retirement on. And I will ask this question with the utmost sincerity. And and I, I look at someone like myself. And so I would say I am here because my entire family structure is here, right? Mm-hmm. I have my parents are here. My my life has been here. Mm-hmm. But if you did, if you take away someone like me, and there are many people like me here in Indiana, if you take away someone who has a firm 
familial or otherwise connection to the state of Indiana, when you compare Florida and Indiana, mm-hmm. what possible reason, if I said, here are the two states and the information related to these two states, and I threw them on a map, I'm talking weather, taxes, government, freedoms, mm-hmm. everything, what possible reason would there be to choose Indiana? And I say this is a lifelong Hoosier. Well, I can tell you one thing that I did miss when I lived in Florida for that year, and that is the seasons. <laughs> because you didn't, you, no, seriously, because I didn't know it was Halloween until I saw the decorations out on people's portions. Because it feels the same year round. Okay, so take that out of the equation, though. Like I'm, I'm talking about your quality of mm-hmm. life that you were experiencing, and obviously you were experiencing that quality of life during a chaotic time in which there were vastly different qualities of life. Oh yeah, based on whether Ron DeSantis or Lockdown McGee was your governor. Mm-hmm. What quality of life was more enjoyable on the surface? <laughs> well, I've got family here. In no, 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 no. Because I said we're taking that out of the equation, right? No, no, no. We're removing that from the equation. The actual just existence of day-to-day living. Yeah. Uh, my paycheck went farther down yeah. there because of the lack of state income tax down mm-hmm. there. So that's... Nice. You can say it. People aren't going to like unhoosier you if you say it, because I've said it. If you put Florida and Indiana on a on a board and say, here are the realities of these two states, mm-hmm. which one is more would be more enticing to the average person? I'm talking, again, weather, taxes, everything. Mm-hmm. The vast majority of people are going to choose Florida. It's mm-hmm. better run, and there's way more reasons to be there than there is to be here. <laughs> You said it. You can say it, Casey. <laughs> it is an obvious thing. Let's play this clip here of Biden saying he's going to work with the Republicans. As I have throughout my career, I'm going to continue to work across the aisle to deliver for the American people. And it's not always easy, but we did it the first term. Now, I'll be surprised a lot of people that we signed over 210 bipartisan laws since I've become president. And we're revitalizing American manufacturing, gun safety. We did it together. And dozens of laws positively impacting on our veterans. And let me say this. Regardless, regardless of what the final tally in these elections show, and there's still some counting going on, I'm prepared to work with my Republican colleagues. The American people have made clear, I think, that they expect Republicans to be prepared to work with me as well. So he's prepared to work with his Republican colleagues now. Yeah. Now now, he is. Sure. Now he is. Now, we will find out real quick if the Republicans were serious about these these, uh, promises they made and the lamenting of inflation, et cetera, because you're going to have a debt ceiling vote coming up right out of the gate. And the Republicans can get this government spending under control right away. We'll find out how much Spendingberg is really upset about government spending Mm -hmm. with the debt ceiling and the funding of the federal government. They have the power to do everything right now if they indeed do get the House of Representatives and especially if they have the Senate. And we'll find out. I got a feeling it'll be business as usual. All right. It's 60 minutes after 11 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And up next, we've got more voicemails we're going to get to, right? Great. Perfect. Wonderful. That's on the way from 93 WIBC. Three one seven nine 
877-684-8444. That's the phone number if you'd like to contribute to the show with your questions, comments, or smart remarks. It is another round of your voicemails. Yes, and we've played multiple segments of voicemails today. Obviously, a lot of people wanting to vent or whatever after the election. So we dedicated uh, some of the show today to that. Kevin is just picking these voicemails at random. We have no idea which one he'll pick next. Kevin, go ahead. Hey, this is Bob from Hagerstown, Indiana, and I've been listening to your show this morning. This is Wednesday, and uh, you were talking about Ryan Mears being reelected, and you thought it was from straight uh, straight ticket voting. And I wonder, is it straight ticket voting, or do you have a bunch of scumbags in Indianapolis who just wanted to live with no laws <laughs> and have no prosecution and put these uh, criminals on a revolving door so that they can get out on the street again? Because they're their friends and their neighbors and their relatives. And I think it probably is the latter more so than the former. Well, I, maybe it's a mixture of both, right? I tend to think those sorts of people might be straight ticket voting Democrat mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah, but when you've got a sign on the door that says, hey, if you're up to nefarious you know, activities and you don't want to get caught... Do it in Indianapolis because they're not going to prosecute you. Yeah, that's a great And even point. if they do, they're going to let you out. Yeah. All right. Kevin, go ahead. It appears that the voters in Marion County, Indiana, and the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania have many shared characteristics, such as a total lack of good judgment, a lack of human decency, and I thought I might comment on their intelligence, but that's so obvious, I feel that that's totally unnecessary. Hard to argue with that. <laughs> right. I will point out, though, again, that on the other side of the aisle, Todd Young and Diego Morales breezed two elections because of straight ticket voting. Anybody going to hold those two guys up as a... Uh, poster child of government competence and accountability. I mean, again, it, we're, Ryan Mears is awful. Indianapolis is awful. This, What's happening in this city is awful. But the problem is systemic, and we have crappy government all over this country because people vote for candidates who they have no idea who they are or no idea what they stand for. Again, if you live in Henry County, you have elected someone with a very serious criminal background, Right and nobody has any idea, and that person waltzed on through, and I can guarantee you, as of today, the vast majority of people still have no idea they did that. Is that any better? It's a systemic issue of a laziness of people who don't want to put the effort in, and they think they're they're helping. The only thing they are is they're that Ralph Wiggum meme, right, Mm -hmm. where he's waving, saying, I'm helping. helping. If you're a straight-ticket voter, you're not helping. Please stop voting. Well, with the Democrats, it came down to also, in the case of Fetterman, I mean, their rallying cry was, vote blue no matter who. Yeah, sure. And there was a lot of early voting, which got Fetterman a ton of votes. And then came the debate where people were able to see the sort of shape he was actually in. And I'm wondering if a lot of those people would have changed their vote had they had the opportunity. No, no, no. I don't think so. If you didn't know what Fetterman was going into that, then you weren't going to change no matter what. Go ahead, Kevin. Rob and AC, it's Cindy, and I'm just absolutely horrified by what happened last night. But the fact is, in our own county election, it makes you sick to think that sleeping dogs rose to bite again, and that would be Andre Carson and Mayor's... uh, 
it doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. Other than the Democrats that vote straight ticket are too uneducated, and that, that is true because I know a lot of them, and they don't understand how to vote a split ticket. They need to be taught, and they're lazy. They just want to go in, hit the, hit the button, and go. And they don't want to think. They don't want to use their minds. They don't want to think. So that tells me they love crime. They love shooting in the streets. They love killing each other off. They love high inflation. They want more government subsidies. They love having this uh, student reimbursement thing, because that's all I hear about. So look at the whole situation and tell me that the Republicans weren't asleep. They were asleep. The Republicans that are running needed to get a better message out, and they did not do it in this county. Okay, okay, a couple, a couple things with this. Number one, if you are mad about Andre Carson, then you can blame the Indiana General Assembly, which is run by Republicans, because they gerrymandered him into a district that was already heavily Democrat, and because they didn't want to risk losing the seat held by Victoria Sparks, they made Andre Carson's congressional district even more unbeatable. So if you're mad about Andre Carson, then call the people at 200 West Washington, the Republicans, and thank them for drawing him into a completely gerrymandered district. This is the fault of the Republicans. They want seven seats they don't have to campaign for, and they're willing to give two away to total lunatics, Mervan and Carson. Mm -hmm. That's not Mervan or Carson's fault that they're total lunatics. The Republicans have enabled that. If they drawn the maps fairly and not gerrymandered, you could have drawn fair congressional districts that would make those districts competitive. But again, I come back to, while it is idiotic and horrific to have voted for Ryan Mears, those people like say, well, they want, they want crime. They no more want crime than you want government incompetence and you voted for an incompetent buffoon to be secretary of state. You can't, you can't blame one side without also blaming yourself. And both sides are doing to, the same thing. Are to blame. Mm-hmm. Yes, Ryan Mears is terrible. So is Diego. Yes, Andre Carson is terrible. So is Todd Young. Why do these people exist? For the same reasons. Blind allegiance, lazy people who think they're helping by pressing some stupid letter and then walking out of the booth without knowing who the vast majority of the people are. One of the most hypocritical things that Biden has said in a while. We're going to hear that coming up from 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC and Biden spoke at a press conference yesterday the first time he spoke after the midterms and he was asked whether Elon Musk posed a threat to national security and here's his answer 
Mr. President, do you think Elon Musk is a threat to U.S. national security, and should the U.S. and with the tools you have investigate his joint acquisition of Twitter with foreign governments, which include the Saudis? <laughs> I think that Elon Musk's cooperation and or technical relationships with other countries uh, is worthy of being looked at. Whether or not he is doing anything inappropriate, I'm not suggesting that. I'm suggesting that it's worth, worth being looked at. Um, and, uh, um, and, uh, but that's all I'll say. That's a bit hypocritical, don't you think? I mean, to say that Musk should be under investigation, but that the Congress should turn a blind eye to Biden's family's influence peddling. It also sounds a bit, uh, oh, I don't know, Germany circa 1930s there to be uh, investigating and potentially trying to sabotage people based on no evidence they're doing anything inappropriate whatsoever, but they speak may not speak the same political language as you Mm -hmm. i mean what we we, i mean i I want everybody to understand the severity of what you just heard there right there is no hint or evidence or anything of any sort of criminal or ethical wrongdoing by elon musk whatsoever he legally through all of the proper channels made a decision based on his own personal wealth to purchase a company and in a legal, ethical, upstanding way is choosing to run that company as he sees fit. And the president of the United States is saying that a law-abiding legal entity run by a legal law-abiding person should be investigated? That, that, That should just scare the hell out of everyone. Well, and who's to think, okay, so... Is Musk going to turn over documents about Twitter's censorship of the Hunter Biden laptop story? (laughs) I mean, is there an ulterior motive here? And who's got influence, you know, in business dealings with China and Russia and Ukraine and the Middle East? Who Who are we talking about? Biden or Musk? This is... Just, I mean, it's totally believable, so I'm not going to say it's unbelievable, but it is something that should be a colossally giant red flag to everyone. And again, I cannot reiterate enough to people, if they will do it to Elon Musk, (laughs) they will certainly do it to you. If they will do it to one of the richest, most powerful people in the world, they will have no problem coming for you. Now, more from Biden here, Casey, Mm -hmm. because one of the things that I've been asking, we've been asking for months now, is when does the blank check to Ukraine end? Mm. What are we getting for our money? And how are we judging the money we as a taxpayers are investing versus the return? And anytime you ask that question, you basically get accused of being a Putin sympathizer. Right. And... So Biden got asked about this and he says he won't give Ukraine a blank check, but then refuses to say when the spending is going to stop. 
Will aid to Ukraine continue uninterrupted? That is my expectation. And by the way, we've not given Ukraine a blank check. There's a lot of things that Ukraine wants we didn't we didn't do. For example, I was asked very much whether we prefer we provide American aircraft to guarantee the skies over Ukraine. I said no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to get into a third world war taking on the Russian aircraft and directly engaged. But would we provide them with the, all the, the rational ability to defend themselves? Yes. Okay, but, but we have. See, this is what he's, he's doing. I don't know if he knows he's doing it because I don't know if he knows what he's doing at any point. But he's doing the thing where he's doing the word salad mm-hmm. deal where you're right. You have not given U.S. manpower to Ukraine. But you have given them a blank check because we keep sending them money. Eight billion dollars. Without any sort of guaranteed rate of return, analysis of the return. Where is the money going? How are we judging whether it's a good investment? And we keep sending them money. Mm -hmm. That is a blank check. Mm -hmm. Yes, you have not committed U.S. manpower because he knows politically that would be just toxic beyond belief or who's ever telling him what to do has told him it will be politically toxic beyond belief. But in terms of a blank check, in terms of a financial commitment by the United States of America, Mm -hmm. when we have no money and every money dollar we send is printed money, which drives inflation, you are giving them a blank check and you refuse to say how we're judging the return on our investment. What does success look like? And when is it over, right? This is Iraq again without, without the manpower. It's the same thing we did in Iraq. Well, we'll be there until we're there. Well, when when is there? Mm-hmm. Well, un- until there's a stable Iraq. Okay, well, how are we judging a stable Iraq? We'll be there until Iraq is stable. Okay, when do we know that? They voted. No, 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 we have to stay. Well, they've had free and fair elections. No, 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 we have to stay. They can't defend themselves. It's, an, it's a never-ending thing with this country. The military-industrial complex, no matter whether it's Republicans or Democrats who are in there, where we fund never-ending ill-begotten conflicts that we can't win because we enrich people who then enrich and support the politicians. $8 billion in military equipment and weapons for Ukraine. That's what we've sent so far. And did you see Sean Penn went over and visited uh, (laughs) Zelensky and gave him his Oscar and said, you know, when you finally win this war, you can give me my Oscar back. So that's how awful it is there that their leader can take time to meet yeah. with Hollywood elites. Yeah. Meanwhile, we're sending $8 billion right. of equipment over there yeah, can to you, win this war. Because didn't uh, didn't Roosevelt during World War II take time to pose on Vogue? It wasn't Churchill, <laughs> you know, on the cover of In Style magazine. Yeah. Uh, hey, real quick before we uh, get out of here on this segment, uh, Biden has, a lot of people now are starting to say Biden's going to make the choice, mm-hmm. the decision to run again after Christmas. Uh, maybe even possibly sooner than that. Uh, and he got asked, hey, look, the regardless of what happened in the midterms, it's pretty clear America does not like you. And he said that will have absolutely zero impact on his decision whether to run again or not. Two-thirds of Americans in exit polls say that they don't think you should run for re-election. What is your message to them, and how does that factor into your final decision about whether or not to run for re-election? It doesn't. What's your message to them? To those two-thirds of Watch me. <laughs> okay. it, it, it comes back to earlier when he thought it was all fun and games when they talked about the Republicans uh, investigating him, him and his son and his family. And mm-hmm. It's all fun and games to him.
he doesn't fear you. He doesn't fear society. He believes he'll be reelected. There's probably a 50-50 shot, depending on who the Republicans nominate, that he's right. And this should be the takeaway from people. Politicians, both sides of the aisle, Republicans and Democrats, they think you're a joke. They don't fear you. They don't, they're not going to listen to you. They will listen to the people they fear, which are the donors and the lobbyists. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like he wants people to beg him to run. We need you. We can't do this without you. By the way, he told reporters in this press conference that he was going to invite Republicans and Democrats to the White House after he returns from a week-long trip overseas. And by the way, if you're Joe Biden and you just watched John Fetterman get elected in what is supposedly a swing state, why wouldn't you feel pretty emboldened about Mm -hmm. your chances to once again be president? That's a good point. Yeah. (laughs) It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta. And check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. All day long they work so hard till the sun is going down. Let's talk about your social media. Working on the highways and Specifically Meta. Wearing a Facebook laying off more than 1,100 employees, 11,000 employees actually. They're on a hiring freeze. This after they had a 70% fall in their share price this year. Zuckerberg. Uh, well, here he is. Let's just hear straight from him as he lets people know that they will soon be unemployed. I want to say, you know, up front uh, that I take full responsibility for this decision. Um, you know, I'm the founder and CEO. I'm uh, responsible for, for the health of our, our company, um, for our direction, um, and for, for deciding you know, how we execute that, including things like this. And this was ultimately my call, um, and it was it was you know one of the hardest calls that I've I've had to make in 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 the eighteen years of running the company. Um, and a lot of why it's hard is, you know, obviously it, it has a big impact on on your lives, um, but also you know for our mission we're, we're losing people um, who you know, you've really put your your heart and soul into this place and. You know, each of you is is talented and and passionate, and um, you know each of you has played a role in making uh, Meta the success that, that it is. And um, you know, no matter what team uh, you may have worked on, um, you know each of you played a role in in contributing to the products that billions of people use to connect every day. It's Mark Zuckerberg letting people know that they will be unemployed. So they're contending with slowing global economic growth. Uh, They've got competition from TikTok, privacy changes from Apple, concerns about their spending. And by letting all of those people go, their annual free cash flow doubled to $40 billion. 
it also trimmed their capital expenditure. Okay, so th- this is what's fascinating to me, Casey, is that we he, 20 years from now, there's going to be, obviously, the people will start to write books with a historical perspective on the tech boom era, right? And I realize there was one in the 2000s, obviously, that, that went bust. But I'm saying about the modern era, tech boom era, which is the Facebooks, the Twitters, you know, Instagram, Snapchat, these, these tech companies. And whether it is Facebook with Mark Zuckerberg or even extrapolated out to something like Tesla with Elon Musk, but certainly, you know, the Facebook, Jack Dorsey with Twitter, you were essentially, if you bought into the company or that idea you were buying that person. Because let's face it, the average investor person or even these investing companies that invest into these these groups like Facebook, Meta, whatever, have no idea how they run, have no idea how they function, they don't understand any of it. You're buying an idea, right? The only thing that I can say that would have been similar to this was the World Wrestling Federation went became a publicly traded company, I believe, in the late 1990s. And people bought the idea of this P.T. Barnum character, Vince McMahon, mm-hmm. and that we're buying Vince and he will make you, he has somehow figured out in the key target demo of men 18 to 34, how to just wrap them around his finger and we're buying him. And obviously that worked out well for Vince McMahon. It worked out well for many investors. It's now a, you know, a worldwide company, even though Vince McMahon is no longer involved and it's a, you know, a multi-billion dollar empire. Yeah. Same thing here though. You bought Zuckerberg, you bought Jack Dorsey. You don't exactly understand how it works. Now the case of buying Twitter, they sold. So you made those, those people made huge amounts of money thanks to Elon Musk. But in the case of Facebook, you bought this boy genius who created this thing that everybody wanted, and you rise with the boy genius, and, and you, you fall. fall with the boy genius. Mm-hmm. And Mark Zuckerberg made a decision based for his company based on his own personal interest rather than the interest of the company, which was, I'm going to create this meta universe mm-hmm. because I'm interested in it, and it is my goal and desire to continue to push the envelope of the human brain, the human psyche, and technology, and how those things all come together, and it has been a colossal disaster. Yeah, less than 10% of the world's metaverse receive more than 50 visitors, and the majority of them have zero visitors. So these metaverse worlds are sitting there empty. Yeah, and it also comes into when you don't understand what you buy into, you don't understand how to know if something is a great idea or a terrible idea, And one of the things that technology and these tech companies are up against is there's always somebody competing to be better than Mm you, right? Like if you invest in Walmart, okay, you have a core group of competition, which is, you know, Target, Meyer, whatever, but it's a brick and mortar entity that it is tangible to review and understand how you're doing versus the competition and the competition will always be the competition. There could be another thing tomorrow to compete with Instagram or Snapchat or whatever Kevin and his buddies and his young buddies use these days. <laughs> you know, wow, this app is way better at picking up chicks than the Instagram. I'll go with this one. Mm-hmm. Walmart doesn't have to worry about some giganto behemoth popping up out of the ground to take away their business. And so as such, Technology can pass you by or can pass a company by or can get eclipsed by something. And when you couple that with the boy genius, the mad scientist, 
making a terrible choice based on his own interest, it's not it's not too much out of the realm to believe that within 10 years they will be MySpace, which I just looked up, according to Wikipedia, now has just 150 employees. 150, huh? Well, Zuckerberg said that there were a lot of people working at Meta or Facebook, whatever you want to call it, that shouldn't be there. Well, he took care of it, didn't he? They're actually closing one of their offices in New York, but it seems like he bet on the wrong horse. When you're always looking for the BBD, the bigger, better deal... Sometimes you forget about the original. Well, and Kevin can speak to this, that you young children are always looking for the next thing. And in the sense of momentum is a big part, right? With the crazy youths you associate with. Like, hey, this is the cool thing. Kevin, <laughs> you should social, be on this. With social media, I pretty much stopped at Instagram. Yeah, but I I'm guessing. Like, I'm yeah. guessing, but you're normal. I'm saying, like the people, the people your age, right. they're always looking for the next thing. Well, you should be on this thing, and right. you should be on that thing, and you should be over here. Well, especially was, with like teenagers. Yeah, yeah. And the dating apps were that way for a while. Are you on Bumble? Are you on Grinder? Are you on? Yeah, there's whatever? always a new one. Yeah, there's always like, just stop. Let's like like. We don't need 10 million of these things, and there are 10 million of these things, and I just want to be old and have my Facebook, Casey, because I'm a Facebook OG. I was there when it was about picking up chicks. I was there when it was about having a college email. Just leave it alone. We just can't leave anything alone in society, Casey. I'm fine without Facebook altogether. The company can go under, and I'd be okay. I will say MySpace was excellent. You, did really? you ever have MySpace? Well, and so have you heard creepy. the rumors that, that Elon now wants to bring uh, the Vine back <laughs> to take on TikTok? Yeah. Vine was pretty yes! cool, too. Yeah? I, I will agree with that, yes. But yeah, I really miss those profile songs on MySpace. They should bring that back. Hey, somebody said that you should put a uh, Kendall and Casey playlist together on Spotify, Kevin. Oh, I'm, I'm working on it. Okay. All right. Thank you, Rob. Good job, Kevin. And thank you for listening today. We appreciate that. And we will count on you to be back here tomorrow. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Have a good afternoon. My, 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 my work is so hard.